I wrote for so many years for the artist side of things, um, which is totally different from writing worship songs. Just a different a different side of your brain that you have to kind of figure out how to get into because worship is taking the attention off of ourselves and onto the Lord. And not that writing singer-songwriter songs is trying to get the attention on you, but it's just in a different way. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio. Andrew Brown, Juno-nominated singer-songwriter and worship leader. Both hope to share insights into Christian music, exploring ministry, message, and everything in between. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash between the grooves or via Twitter at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Drew. You know, a lot of people don't realize that when we're chatting, Drew, we're talking in front of a microphone with headphones on. Yeah. And because of all that's happened in the last six to eight months, we're uh, in separate studios, but we're looking at each other between the glass, mm, right? Yeah. And that gives us the ability as well to turn off and on our mics as needed. So something like that, something like that. So when when Drew when Drew yawns. <laughs> he tur- I'm giving the inside scoop here. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he stretches or yawns, That's he turns right. off his mic. I do. So if, you know, during the conversation you hear a pause or a silence, uh, an unusual silence, you know that Drew has, is yawning. Or, or for me, I'll, you know, if I'm taking a sip of my coffee or something like that, or if I'm clearing my throat. So you'll, you'll hear that once in a while. That's right. So we don't apologize for it. Oh, no. It's just the technology that exists allows yeah. us to do that. So, yeah. hey, welcome to Between the Grooves. Why did you start the show like that? I have no idea. I just. <laughs> Just going through my mind. It's good, though. It's good. And it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm James Curtis. And I'm Drew Brown. There you go. So uh, (laughs) welcome to Between the Grooves. It's your weekly look at music, ministry, and everything in between with today's top Christian artists. Mm, Today we have Lindsay McCall. Now, this is interesting. Mm. How this all came down, uh, very often we have artists or record labels or marketing companies contacting us right. about having guests on Between the Grooves. And often we are, you know, trying to contact artists and musicians and totally. producers or whatever to be on the show as well. This one, almost by accident, if I can say. <laughs> And the way this happened was a number of weeks ago, even months, I guess, for that matter, um, we were chatting with a guy by the name of Mark. And Mark Mm -hmm. is the uh, manager for Stephen Curtis Chapman. Mm -hmm. So we had Stephen Curtis Chapman on uh, on the podcast a number of months ago. And in communicating back and forth, I kind of put two and two together and discovered that Lindsay was his wife. Boom. I was like... We gotta have her on the podcast. Totally. So he basically said, "Yeah, love to have her on the podcast. Let's wait a little bit of time," which is what I did, and then we followed up, and now we get to have this conversation with Lindsay McCall. I'm awesome! Pre- I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. great, and this is uh, something that we were looking forward to for some time. She is a prolific songwriter and also worship leader, singer songwriter, an artist in her own right. Although she hasn't come up with any of her own songs right. in uh, recent years, but we're going to find out why in this conversation with Lindsay McCall on Between the Grooves. Okay, we're recording. Okay, sorry. <laughs> awesome. Lindsay McCall, um, 
the the interesting thing about this uh, conversation, well, that what started this whole thing was that Drew and I, or actually I, was chatting with your husband, and okay. uh, because he manages a fairly prolific artist. What's his name again? Yes, Drew Brown. Uh, Drew Brown. No, yeah. not Drew Brown. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Oh, oh, um, St- um, S S C S C S. He's got three three initials. Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman. That's it. That's exactly. it. Exactly. And uh, he called. Fairly really well known. Yeah, never somewhat, heard of him. somewhat. You've never heard of him. Never heard. Of him. No, he's just just this guy. Small, independent, independent, an independent uh, artist, yeah, young and independent exactly. artist. Lots of potential. Yeah, 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 yeah potential. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you yeah, imagine? Yeah. <laughs> If we haven't seen potential yet, wow! Yeah, can you imagine? Oh, and uh, yeah, so we were chatting, and uh, and then I kind of put two and two together and figured out, hey, he's married to you, and you're also yeah. an artist in your own right. That's so right. why don't we get you on the show? Like, why not? Right? Well, thank you. I am very honored. Very honored. Um, yeah, it's a funny story. He, um, my husband, started out as my booking agent, and um, he was booking a bunch of other artists. Um, Shane and Shane included at the time and um, so he got me on tour with Shane and Shane and um, you know I just thought I'd never had a booking agent before so I thought that it was normal for booking agents to call and personally check on their artists and see how they were doing, and oh, and oh he's doing the whole that. pickup line thing. He's right? smooth. He's yeah. smooth. Nice. Yeah, I mentioned that to Shane and Jane one time, and they're like, "What are you talking about? We never get calls from Mark." I was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, "Something's going on," and then shortly after that, we started dating. <laughs> so he was making the moves already. Smart guy. I like yeah, this he guy. was like, "Yo, just checking in to see how you know the tour is going all the time." I just thought he was so nice. You know, we gotta we gotta uh, have him come on the show one day just to give yeah. some some advice on you know young for young men yes. and young women yeah. uh, on you know how to go about you know locking <laughs> locking in the relationship oh right. Gosh. That was good. Exactly. That was good. I was trying to I use know, my words carefully. Up, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. So you started dating, and was he like? Is that what he did for a living the whole time? Was was the whole booking thing? Yeah, he was a booking agent. Um, so we worked together um, around for six months, and then um, it, then I went to my manager, and he went to his manager or his manager, his uh, boss, on the same day, unbeknownst to each other. And I was just like, I don't know if I can work with Mark. I really like him. And he said to his boss, I don't know if I can work with Lindsay anymore. I really like her. And his boss was like, Well, don't trade her off to another agent until at least you know she either likes or doesn't like right. you back like you need right. to figure that out first so then um then he very very cautiously um asked me out <laughs> on a date and um my manager was like no you're gonna you're, you guys are gonna break up and then he won't book you good shows anymore <laughs> <laughs> everyone was very nervous about it but uh then we got married uh later that yeah, 10, 10 months, 10 and a half months later, Good. we got married. Um, cause my dad was sick at the time. Um, mm. and so we wanted to, to make sure he was going to be able to be at the wedding. And then, um, then the rest is history. Then he switched over into management. And so now he is a manager. Right now going back, going back a step, did you actually fire him? <laughs> no, Oh, <laughs> he booked me really great shows. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, no, he, uh, I did switch to a different agent. Um, let me think, when was that? I think it was closer to when we got married. Um, and then he, um, 
yeah, then he switched over to, to artist management and I continued on with my new booking agent. So it was great. Cool. <laughs> Books me good shows as well. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's good that he's yeah. still taking care of you. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, um, so we have, uh, we're still playing your music on Joy Radio in Toronto. Oh, thank um, you. But, but we haven't played anything recent from you, so I want to know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I'm a mom now. Um, I have two little boys. Um, Malachi is four, and Ezekiel is one and a half. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, I understand. I understand why we're not getting any new music from that, you right now. Oh, like, that says it right there. That's so intense. Exactly. <laughs> so intense. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. They are a handful. They, it's a good thing that they're cute because they are um, very energetic <laughs> and mischievous. Um, so yeah. So mostly, what I've been doing, uh, you know, I've still toured a little bit, um, not as um, consistently as I did before. Um, I had our four-year-old, but. Um, I've still been doing um, conferences, women's conferences here and there or um, a show whenever, you know, I get brought in for something. But um, for the most part, I've just been being a mom. I'm also a worship leader at my church in um, Brentwood, Tennessee. It's called Fellowship Bible Church, and it's just a really wonderful place. And um, so we've been, I have been busy writing. I've been writing for um, our church worship projects. Um, and so we have new music, actually, that'll be coming out. Um, I think it's in August or early September um, from Fellowship Worship. And um, it's just a sweet place for me. I'm just grateful that, you know, while I haven't been touring like I used to, God just totally provided the sweetest community and a place for me to still be able to um, offer my gifts to the Lord, you know, there at my church. So I suspected you were still writing. Uh, there's you can't yes. you can't uh, you can't stop someone from doing what they do. That's right. Even even if yeah. you're a mom and you've got some young kids and stuff like that, there's still that creative. You, you need to have that creative outlet. You need to have that space to do stuff still. Yes. Otherwise, otherwise you're you're gonna go crazy. Totally. Yeah. It's something that you just have to you know you have to keep working that muscle and keep keep it going or else you're gonna. I don't know what happens. I I don't know what happens if you stop writing, but. It's been such a good um, thing for me to still have people. And that's interesting, too. You know, I, I wrote for so many years um, for the artist side of things, hmm. um, which is totally different from writing worship songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just a different a different side of your brain that you have to kind of figure out how to get into because worship is taking the attention off of ourselves and onto the Lord. And not that writing singer-songwriter songs is trying to get the attention on you. Uh, hopefully, if you're in Christian music, you're still trying to point to the Lord, but it's just in a different way. You know, right. I, right. I was used to writing more like testimony songs of what the Lord has done in my life, Yeah, you know, versus just purely trying to describe the Lord's beauty um, in worship. So it's been really fun and and an interesting challenge for me. Mm-hmm. This This project that you've been working on that you're saying is going to get released with your church, are you singing on it? Yes, I will be. There's, uh, we have a bunch of a uh, couple worship leaders at our church um, who are just incredible worship leaders and and people, brothers and sisters of mine, and in Jesus. And um, so, but yes, I think I'll be leading a song on there. So I will let you guys know when that's out. It's sure, it's a really and, special project. I'm really excited about it. And and I'm assuming it's all original 
uh, all original worship music. It's not you're not doing yep. covers or whatever. You're, this is stuff you've actually spent time writing with with the group at the church. Yep, totally. Yeah, we we actually had a song meeting um, a couple weeks ago um, where we had to narrow down from I think it was about forty songs. We had to pick you know our top ten, and it was it was a long night because <laughs> we. You know, we just love the song so much that we've all written together. It's been such a special time for us to really um, hone in on on writing songs that we felt like, A, our our church in Brentwood, Tennessee, needed to sing to the Lord, but also, like, what is the Lord doing in the world? You know, where do we see Him working, and what do we feel like the church needs to sing to Jesus in this moment in history, you know? So um, it's been a really special season for our team, and um, I'm really excited about the songs that we're we're going to record soon. We're, we're going to be recording uh, in a couple weeks from here. So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Now, I mean, to, to be able to take 40 songs and whittle it down to, say, 10, that's nothing new for you. Obviously, as a solo artist, <laughs> you would have done that anyways, right? I mean, Drew, that, yes. Drew is the artist, musician, songwriter himself. And so, Drew, I mean, that happens all the time with all you. If, time. You're, That's if right. you're coming up with new stuff, whether it be just a single, you probably got a whole bunch that you got to pick right. from, let alone an EP or a full album. That's exactly right. That is the process that most artists go through. And it sucks. Now, can you imagine <laughs> doing it with a group? Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've done it. I've done it. I've been in, in band situations where we need to choose what we're going to release, and um, and even in church situations where you know there's there's you know many different voices, especially if you're working with like you know fifteen twenty writers, and you need to choose yes. forty songs. Um, it could be a long process as you sort of you know kill your darlings. Like nope, that one totally <laughs> right. It sucks, <laughs> but but also uh, it's 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 funny because as you go through these songs and. I've done it once where we did it everything backwards. We would actually record all the songs as if we were releasing all of them and then choose. So that's even worse because now you've already wow. put all this time and effort and now yeah. there's now it's not just the song, but it's like these now you're even more no, emotionally tied to this stuff. Totally. Um, cause, cause it's like yeah, you get so attached to them like they're like your little kids and you're just like proud just, of them. Yeah. And so, you know the work that went into getting them where they are, and that's what I mean. Our our uh, worship pastor at our church, right before we started the whole meeting, he was like, "Guys, we cannot hold anything precious tonight. Right. Like exactly. we just have to be, we have to be able to be really honest with each other and say, I think this one is stronger for these reasons, and don't let your feelings get hurt if that was your favorite, or you know, it was oh. like, a, okay, we can do this." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so hard. Oh, it's rough. It's just, actually, the funny thing is, on my first album, um, If It Leads Me Back, um, I think Mark and I were, I don't think we were working together yet. Um, no, we were working. We weren't dating yet. His loss. Um, and his he, loss. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, he, we were working through which songs we were going to pick for If It Leads Me Back, Um and we had a song meeting about it. He was not there um, in the meeting. It was just, you know, my management and my label and myself. And so we picked um, our top 10 songs. And Mark, my booking agent, said, you know, no, you're missing my favorite song. Like, we've got to get this song on the album. And then it ends up being the title track, If It Leads Me Back, that I wrote with Cindy Morgan. And um, it's one of my favorite songs still to this day. And so he likes to remind me that he picked that one. <laughs> it sounds to me, it sounds to me, though, he was already making the moves back then, though. Like yeah. if, if you think about it, right? Like he's he's just trying to get his opinion in there and and kind of sway totally. the vote a little bit. That's it. That must he's, be it. 
Playing it smart. <laughs> yeah, we got to have them on for some some advice. There we go. Not for me or you. I'm right, talking right, about younger just, guys. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Come on now. We're both. Yeah, come exactly. on, come on. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you've you've uh, so you you've successfully narrowed it down to the ten songs now. Is that what you're saying? Uh, for our worship project. Yes. Yes. So actually, I think we're going to record six. Um, in finality so yeah we've narrowed down our songs and we are um ready to get recording soon so i'm very very excited about it that's it's great fun, it's a fun season you know it's just a i miss it a little bit you know yeah. that whole process so it's fun to get to be doing it with with other people i always wondered um when i was touring with bands you know as a solo artist i was like man that must be so fun to have bandmates you know, like that, that you can bounce stuff off of and really, you know, sharpen things down together um, and get your opinions in there and, and wrestle through, you know, for the best idea that wins. And so it's been so fun getting to do that with um, people that I get to lead worship with and, and work at this church with. Um, it's been a really um, new version of the process for me. So will there be uh, will there be other people involved in this project that have never recorded stuff before? Mm, nope. Like, they've all <laughs> no, got, they all actually, you know, we live in Nashville. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much everybody here. We, you know, we've had people that come into audition to play an instrument at church, and it's like, oh, do you have any experience? And they're like, oh, yeah, I've toured with Willie Nelson. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think you need to be auditioning. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of the. It's 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 you're going to be hard pressed to find a church in Nashville that doesn't have a lot of touring, you know, musicians and worship leaders and artists. And um, we're just, we've been very, very blessed. Our, our church has, um, we have, uh, let me think about this, four guys on staff and um, another, uh, a sister of mine, Mandy, um, and they've all done the artist thing and um, have kind of settled into family life and leading worship and being home a little bit more yeah. while also still touring some, you know, so it's just, we're all finding that balance together kind of. And I love that. I love that about, about churches down there, like Franklin, Nashville and Brentwood. It's just so exciting. Just going to, tr- whenever I'm down there, I'm always, which church should I go to now? Just so I can like gawk. I mean, no, obviously I want to spend yeah. time with God, obviously. I want to spend time yeah. with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And... <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate the gifts he's given people. That's right. That's right. But don't you don't you just show up at the coffee shop for that? Oh, I want to see them in action. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, at, yeah. The, at the coffee shop, it's all they, they you know they want to grab their coffee and and and, and get out. But uh, at the church, and not not if they see you. That's that's true. There's because, Drew. Because I'm special. There's Drew. We got to sit down and have a coffee with him. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, that's the way. Get my autograph. Yeah. Get my autograph. That's right. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> uh, um, I'm curious, and this is this is mostly just for my own benefit. But like, do you guys already have like a producer in a studio locked down? Yes. Yeah. We, we use a guy from our church, Luke Brown, who is just incredible. And there's a, a couple other guys um, who go to our church who have home studios um, who are just incredible um, musicians and have awesome equipment in their home studios. That's kind of a, a Nashville thing. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like a, there are these major studios, but more and more, especially now during COVID, um, it's, you know, it's using home studios from people who just happen to have the, the right equipment. And I mean, nowadays you know you don't even need these 
kind of the old school system. It's like yeah. you can have a couple pieces and you're good to go. You can make incredible sounding music with um, just some simple equipment at your house, you know, in your your upstairs bedroom studio yeah. or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah, wherever right. that location is. So, um, yeah, so we have a couple guys that will be recording um, different places and then our, our friend Luke is going to produce it. So That's awesome. Probably not GarageBand on the iPad or something. It's probably something a little bit more. A little more advanced than yeah. that. Yeah. But... But not too much, you know. But we're we're getting there. Yeah, like today, one, thankfully. Like honestly, one step up from the Garage Band, and you got your your set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. It's yeah. I mean, there are these major major artists that have been, you know, doing that. I think Hunter Hayes, um, the country artist. Yep. He, I, I'm pretty sure he started out just like in his bedroom with a laptop, and that's right. He just plays a, a million instruments and just sat down and wrote all his songs and recorded them and now you know he i think he still has a very similar process to that you know i think he still does a lot of stuff himself and just goes to show you you don't need um you know all this hullabaloo to get stuff done you can just sit down and and figure it out you know my goodness i like the fact that you can do that yeah it it doesn't it means there's no limitations for people that want to get into the business or do music and and whether they want to do it professionally or just for fun that's great the only thing i would say is um try to use real drums oh i agree so some of the canned (laughs) stuff is just I mean, and I'm it. and I'm talking like the drum machine sound, you know, where it's just like it's yeah. like I get music sent to me all the time at the radio station, and as soon as I hear the canned drums, it's just like it's so obvious. It's just like oh, like do something different, you know, not just the canned You're like, stuff. This could be great. Yeah, 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 yeah. it could be an amazing song, and then and then you hear the drum, and it's like I mean, it's just probably the basic beat off a synthesizer <laughs> pre-recorded yeah. thing or something, you know, like yeah. Anyways, yeah, there is something totally. there is something special about that. I um I always do my demo work and my work tapes just just you know simple drum beats you know or programming whatever, and then I send yeah. the track to my drummer and it's always night and day. But even though even though I'm really happy with the program, I'm like man, this sounds great. It feels good. Oh man, I did a good job of programming. Yeah, one pass from a drummer, I'm like yeah no. Yeah. <laughs> give me the give me the live drums. Yeah. <laughs> The more the more the real instruments, the better. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm thinking of I saw I saw recently a post on uh, somewhere on social media with our friend Josh McIntosh, who who has been on the podcast before, and he was uh, it was just him strumming the electric guitar, just one strum, and it was for a song that he was being recorded on, mm-hmm. and it and it sounded awesome by itself. Yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. saw the yeah. somewhat finished product, and it was like, wow. I mean, yeah. it's good that it was live, uh, like a real instrument versus just some synthetic sound that they put in there. It just makes a huge difference. I yeah, think, it does. You know, it does. It totally does. Oh man, it's interesting. Oh man. Do you miss? I mean, I'm sure the answer is yes. But do you miss uh, the the touring? Do you do you miss being on the road? I do. I do miss it. Um, yeah, it was such a fun season for me to be out. I was out for a couple years straight. Um, started off with that Shane and Shane tour, and yeah. then um, that fateful tour, <laughs> and then I went into <laughs> a tour with, uh, with Casting Crown yeah. and. Um, the afters and and Saint it's real and and royal taylor which um you know was where Torin wells yep um he was in royal taylor for a while and yep. touring with them i was like oh my goodness this guy is just unreal talented i just knew 
he was going to do something really special. And he is. He's just a phenomenon. I just love his, his voice and his artistry. Just, that is the right way to describe him. Yeah. He, he, yeah. I mean, he could, if he wanted to, forget music and just be a preacher. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. No you doubt. Know, right? Exactly. Or, or just stick with the music. But he does... I mean, and we've had him on the show as well, but yeah. but he's got he could do any genre of music. I, I firmly believe <sighs> yeah. he could do oh, any genre because he's done totally. so many already. Totally. I know. I love that he is doing both, just like you said, like both of these incredible strengths, these just kind of unparalleled gifts, and he's bringing them together, you know, preaching and singing, and he's just, um, I, I just love the way that he's leveraging every aspect of his gifting yes. for God's glory. Yeah. And um, he is just such a good guy. I just, I just love that guy. So, and what, and what I really like about him too, is what he's recently been doing. He's got, he's got multiple charting songs. Uh, <laughs> That's right. All in slightly different genres, like almost like yeah. here's a, here's a worship song. Yeah. Here's a pop song. And, I don't know. Yep. Does he have country? Like, and it's I think it's coming. It's coming. I know. Right. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. It really is yeah, brilliant is. from Can a career standpoint. Yeah, like we got to yeah. get him back. He's, he's selfish. <laughs> you know, man, that's no, guy. I don't he's think this so. guy. He is not. He is not. <laughs> I had the pleasure. I, I had the pleasure of introducing him to the stage a couple of years ago at a at a music festival. And I was backstage, and a lot of times when you're backstage and you're about to introduce an artist, um, you, uh, like for me, my rule is I don't talk to them uh, because they're busy, you know, making sure their monitor mix is okay. They've got the in-ear monitors. Yeah. They're testing their mic and everything else. So I don't want to bug them. But for and and so I've had that for many artists that I have introduced. I've, I haven't bugged them. But but Torn was just kind of milling around. He wasn't doing any of that stuff. So I yeah. I, I got to pose real quick for a picture, you know, for social media and whatnot. And all I remember is that, I, I mean, it was the fashion. I'm just in jeans and a t-shirt, and he's there in this what looked like pajama pants. But it it wasn't <laughs> pajama pants. It was it was the fashion. Like that that was his sure. that was yeah, his yeah, on stage, yeah. totally. you know, yeah. uh, uniform or getup or whatever. So yeah, he is. He is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he is. And so he I just style. Oh gosh. Yeah. He's so he's style. he's styling, and I'm not. And so the picture is him looking great, and me just looking like a guy with a jeans and a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but such a nice guy such a nice guy oh man he is he yeah that was such a fun tour with um them and uh and then casting crowns they just i i really i i i'm i'm sure that Torin and and the royal taylor guys learned as much from casting crowns as i did they they are just the most generous people um just ever they are just so kind and willing to share their platform and their any um you know uh position that they have they're willing to use for artists that are new and and um they share their wisdom they are just just so i mean every i really have had the best touring experience i've gotten to tour with brandon heath and mandisa and matthew west oh and my gosh. Uh, just these incredible people that um are just so humble and i mean mandy's is still one of my really really good friends and brandon brandon's wife matthew's wife emily they're all some of my best friends to this day um and it all kind of really started back then just touring together and getting to um play and make music and see you know some of their kids um the the west 
two little girls. Like, I, I still have to sleep with the noise machine at night now because of that tour with them where they had noise machines out in the bunk oh, <laughs> area yeah. for their kids. And then I got used to it, and now I'm like, ah! Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so you missed the touring. If you were to jump back on the road again, either with uh, this church project or just uh, as a you know an artist, um, solo artist once again, and you had to pick an artist or a group, yeah, that's who, who would yeah. it be? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And it can't be somebody you've already toured with. It's got to be somebody new, like a Torn Wells. No, you can't even pick Torn Wells because we've talked enough about him. So it's got to be somebody else. Oh, my goodness. Who would I pick? Um, Drew Brown. Drew Brown, yeah, Drew Brown. So, what about Crowder? What did you say? What no, about, no, 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 Drew said himself, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. What? Um, <laughs> Sorry. What about Crowder? Continue. I think I would have to go with Francesca Battistelli. She's okay. one of my favorite oh, friends yeah. in the world. Yes. She, she's just the you know, sweetest person. And um, I mean, look, she is a legend. That girl, she can sing like nobody's business. And she's an incredible songwriter and she's I've gotten to do a couple shows with her opening for her just on kind of one-off shows and um and then we just became friends just because we um are in similar seasons of life and we live close to each other and um have a, a bunch of mutual friends and she's just one of my favorite people in the world so I'd probably pick her for more selfish reasons but also I mean that's pretty good professional reason too you know she's she's a legend so yeah I, that's who I'd pick probably what about uh, what about a male artist, like a like a Danny Goki? Oh. Forget Torn Wells. Um, sorry, sorry, Torn. Um, Forget him. Because because that would be that awesome. Guy. It would be. Yeah, but would but be. a male oh, artist gosh. or a group. I mean, I have never toured with Stephen Curtis Chapman, even oh. though my husband manages him. Listen, I could hook I, you up. I, I, I could yeah. hook you up if you like. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, know a yeah guy. that's right. I know a guy who does booking. Oh man! <laughs> exactly. Stephen was the first concert I ever went to signs of life tour he that was the first album i ever bought and um i mean i i am a super fan for sure and he's just the nice you know how you kind of hope people are the same as they appear on stage as they are in real life he is one of those people who is just um such a godly man and um lives out the bible and lives out his calling with such integrity and character and um i just i'm so grateful that we get to now you know, I, my husband works with the Chapmans with Mary Beth and, and their daughter-in-law Jillian, who is up like, she is a phenomenon. She, her voice, have y'all heard her? She is just incredible. So yes. I'd probably pick the Chapman family. I'd pick Steven and Jillian and I'd, I'd call that a day. You know, we, we, we've got, uh, Jillian's, uh, I guess first and latest single playing on the radio station and, uh, and you would never know there's that relation. In fact, she doesn't. She doesn't. You know, go out of her way to promote it either, which is kind of right. Which is kind of cool because you know you, you don't want to be you know uh, you don't want your career uh, moving forward on somebody else's coattails, right? And and totally. And she doesn't, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. You know, and she's she's no. Yes, you really built that up. You know, she she has been touring and and writing for such a long time, and um, I I was a fan of hers for a long time before she. Um, joined the Chapman family and um, and and started really doing more faith-based music, but um, but she's always had you know that that element in her music. It just hasn't been as I think um, as intentional or maybe obvious. I guess is a better word. Right, but right. Um, oh my goodness, isn't her new project incredible? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have worn it out. Just worn it out. <laughs> she is so awesome. 
you can't you like, can't wear out records so anymore though oh my gosh you can't wear yeah, out records anymore true. like there's no such thing as wearing it out i mean you can't <laughs> say you're tired of listening to it you know <laughs> i've worn it out for my kids there we um, go oh there that i understand yeah, yeah. That's they fair. will still say blame is jillian blame is jillian no that, that's not true i haven't worn it out for that who else are you listening to these days who are you, some of your favorite artists right now Oh my goodness. I knew you were going to ask something like that. And this is one of those questions that every time somebody asks, all of a sudden I like go blank. Who am I listening to? Um, I love Leland's, um, last is, uh, was it Waymaker? Was that the yeah. name of the album? I think it was. That album has been so special to me. So I just, good. the whole, you know how it's like rare to find an, an entire album that, you don't want to skip any song. Like mm. there's just, I have loved that entire thing. And, and Leland's voice is incredible, but also as a worship leader, he is just um, so anointed. And um, so that's probably been my favorite album for like the last year. I mm. listen to it still very regularly. So that's probably my favorite favorite album right now. Yeah, it's a good one. You make a good point about the fact that when you listen to an album, there's not too many albums out there. Like there's not tons where you could want to, you know, not skip any of the songs on the album. Like the, you know, there'll be yeah. one or two or three really good songs, depending on the style of music you like and stuff. But yeah. very often there's songs that you, that just don't mean anything to you. And so when you find an album like that, yeah. that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, this one without with Leland. It's just like, I, you know, I listened to the first couple songs and I was like, okay, this is gonna be this is where they put the good songs, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just kept going, and I just I was doing stuff around the house, and the first time listening to the album, and I was like, wait, I'm still like I still love these songs. What's going on? This is awesome. So yeah, I, it's it's a really special project, I think. So obviously, your kids are are. Um getting to hear lots of music all the time. I mean, it's a musical family that you're in or that, that you're a part of. Um, do you see any hopes for them or any talent from them as far as music is concerned? Oh, I do. I mean, I, I think that, you know, Malachi is my four-year-old Mal, we call him. And he, I, I can hear him having pretty good pitch already. You know, he'll sing along with me and he can find where I'm singing and, um, and sing, you know, in tune. So that to me is like, okay, you've got something in there. We'll see how that goes and how that develops. And then Zeke is our, you know, year and a half year old and he is a wild child and he has good rhythm. And so I think he might be our little drummer in training. We'll see. We'll see how that goes, but I can, I can already see him picking up on beats on things. And so that's, that's fun for me to see that. The family band. Yeah. And, and when they start picking yeah, up the harmonies. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the that's the true that's the true tell, right? When when they start doing the harmonies, then you know they've got it. Then you're like, okay, you figure. Yeah, I had a friend of mine recently be like, "Can you explain how to uh, sing harmony?" And I was like, "I I don't think I can actually. I don't know. I just kind of hear it." Yeah. Um, I would have to get uh, someone who actually understands music and music theory a little bit better to help me out. I, don't know, I think I think Drew, correct me if I'm wrong. You either have it or you don't. You, can you teach that sort of thing? 
for harmony? I think you've either got it or you don't. Isn't that just a natural born ability? Um, it is, but yeah, you can definitely teach it. Oh, okay. Uh, I've definitely taught a few people over the years, like being a worship pastor, sort of yeah. how, to, how, to, how to pick out harmonies and, and do it. Yeah, it's possible. But when you have that natural ear, it makes things so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does help. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's the same I thing. I meant to ask y'all to. I meant to ask y'all about yeah. your favorite albums that you're listening to oh, right now. What is your flipping the tables? Your okay. favorite? Because I would love to listen. I need some new music in my life. So y'all tell me your favorite. Um, my favorite right now. I'm listening to a lot. Uh, um, uh, sorry, it, some of it isn't Christian music. So that's okay. <laughs> Unacceptable. No I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> Uh, there is a, a, a family who used to live actually just outside of Toronto. They moved down to Nashville about 10 years ago. They used to have a country country band. Um, and the kids became YouTube stars and uh, landed on a show called Nashville. Go figure. And so um, uh-huh. both kids are working on records, but the eldest sister just dropped her record a few months ago, Lennon Stella. And I've been, myself and the kids, we've been spinning that record nonstop. She, her voice is I like was listening perfect. to that last night. Oh my gosh. Her voice is amazing. And she speaks a lot yes. in terms of like the uh, the family, what's happening in her family and just the pain that she's going through. And But man, the songs. Oh God, the songs. She's turning. Oh my goodness. Such great writing and great um, vocal skills. And yeah, it's a wonderful record. Production's oh, that, awesome. When I first heard that song, Games. Yes. You like game, oh game, game. That melody, I was like, what? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, she is a force. Yeah, Gosh, yeah, she's yeah, so yeah. good. <laughs> I can't say that I specifically have a favorite album, and that's partly because of what I do. Uh, that's fair. In my job, I'm I'm getting singles sent to me all the time at the radio station because I'm also the, also totally. the music director. But I am appreciating, I mean, my favorite female artist still remains um uh what's her name um um lauren daigle why did, why did i forget the name for a second there <laughs> sorry, lauren, lauren sorry, daigle sorry. i just love her voice <laughs> um oh, but you know a, a relatively newer artist uh, has got a great voice as well uh liana crawford um these are these are oh, artists yes. that you're listening to right now. Yeah, like your favorite. That's good, dude. Yeah. Look at you. Well, definitely, uh, definitely, uh, Lauren Daigle. Like right. I just love her stuff. Oh, I mean, it could be Christmas oh, and and listening to songs from two years ago or whatever. I love her stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Male artist. Um, I gotta say, I do like Torn Wells. Uh, because there's so many yes. different styles that he has come up with, especially in in recent weeks. Uh, but I've always you know liked Danny Gokey's stuff and and oh, one of yeah. the reasons why I like Danny Gokey too is cuz he's great on social media kind of showing the you know the background to some of the songs or like he'll come up with an acoustic version of a song and and he'll show the taping of it or or you know a music video yeah. that he's worked on and stuff right. and so that kind of you know it adds more dimension to just hearing a song versus seeing the song I guess that's fair. Uh, for, yeah, for he him. does give such good content. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you know, I like. I mean, artists in general. I like Zach Williams. You know, I like his his style. I'm not a country fan, but you know, he's he's kind of borderline, anyways, with his stuff and same yeah. Crowder and and that sort of thing. And yeah, I, I typically like a pop sound myself. So if Toby yeah. Mac comes out with a song, you know, I usually like it. Uh, or if Britt Nicole yeah. were to come out with a new song, I'd probably like it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she yeah. is. I thought you when you when we when we were asking who you wanted to tour with, I thought you were going to say Brit Nicole. 
Oh, I love Brit. See, yeah, I told this is the this is the thing. You go blank. Yes, I would love to tour with Brit. She is first of all, have y'all met her? She is the kindest. Just like one of those people where you're like, are you for real this nice? And she for real is that nice. She's just like the warmest, most welcoming, kind person. That would be the funnest tour. Yes, that yeah. is a great call. I I've, love that. I've never met her. I'm My, my daughter is very upset because she was in one of these uh, music festivals and she was slated around the same time as Danny Gokey. And um, I, Danny and I had been chatting, messaging back and forth and stuff like that. And so he had said to me, hey, come come after my set, come backstage. And so I brought my kids with me and my daughter was upset because she didn't want to. Sorry, Danny. She didn't want to meet <laughs> Danny. She wanted to meet Britt Nicole. And I believe Britt Nicole was just going on stage at that point. And as it turned out. Uh, that particular summer, I had I had like some kind of throat infection. My voice was was dying, and I was supposed oh, to go on stage and introduce artists and and do a little spiel and stuff. And my voice was getting worse and worse. And the night that she was performing, um, we I we booted back to the hotel uh, from the concert venue, and I had my family with me that year. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and my kids, we were together. We get in the hotel, and then the guy who was I guess driving the artists back and forth. He, he said to me, oh, Britt Nicole's like 15 minutes behind you. She's just finished her set. She's just on her way to the hotel now. And I was just feeling so awful. Like I could have hung around Aww. in the lobby or something just to say hi or something like that. But I was feeling so awful. I just I went to bed and my daughter again disappointed. And then the other part of me was like, why would you know, she's just finished her set. She's got her family with her. Why would she want to meet me? Right, she's tired too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I never got to meet her face to face, but I did see her. Uh, and and can I tell you, it's not a concert, hmm. right? Like with Brit Nicole, it's yeah. I mean, the 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 younger generation will go because it's a concert, but no, it's a worship time. When when you go to her, totally. you know, thing, it's it's a worship time for sure. You know, and that's, oh man, that's for a big sure. thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say that for a lot of artists, you know, well, it, they'll have this poppy sounding song or something like that on the radio. Uh, you go to the concert and they'll still do it, but they always, you know, they've always got a direction that they're going to with their set. That's right? right. That's right. And sometimes it's a yeah. worship time. Sometimes, like I know when, when I, that time when I heard Danny and I was going backstage to meet him, I knew every song in his set. Like I knew what song was next right it was right. It, yeah i won't say it was predictable but it was from my radio mind it, i i just knew where he was going with everything right. yeah. and then i think he ended with his his latest and greatest song that he was just dropping to radio or something like that and he ended it with that and i and it was like yeah i knew that was happening you right. know so yeah <laughs> he's he is gosh his voice is just him and when he and Natalie Grant toured together, I was like, oh exactly, yes. Well, and that's the reason. And that's the reason why they get together every Christmas and tour together. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. you're like, well, that makes sense. They this make, is a great yes, hearing. That's right. I yeah. love the two of them together. My goodness yeah. gracious! I know. Oh my goodness, they're amazing. <sighs> and that and that all stems from your question: What were we listening to? So we've we've mentioned a whole pile of people. Yeah, there. Yeah. I know. I'm so glad. See, I'm so glad. Man. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to hear. 
Well, listen, Lindsay, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Um, I, you know, we never know where the conversation's gonna gonna go when we when we chat. But it was just nice to hear what you were up to now. Looking really looking forward to this this uh, new church project that you've been working on, and uh, it, you know keeps your name in front of people. But you know when 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 we when we tied you in with your with your husband, it was like, yeah, we've got to have Lindsay on the podcast. Yeah, Why not? Oh, right? Oh, well, that it's. That was so kind of y'all and such an honor for me to get to join you today. And um, I just appreciate your, I just love it when people have good questions and you guys are such good question answers. So thank you for having me on. That was so much fun. And um, I will definitely let you know when this new music comes out. So nice to chat with Lindsay, kind of to catch up a little bit you know what have you been up to yeah. you know it's almost like a where are they now totally yeah. except that it's not like she's gone like she's not retired yeah she's yeah. not retired <laughs> yeah. she hasn't gone on vacation or anything <laughs> like right. that that's she's right. still around she's still doing stuff just yeah. not in the public eye as as we come to see artists and worship leaders mm-hmm. and whatnot uh really excited to see what they're doing with their church project uh see how that all comes down and and it was uh it was great to see, hear some of the stories um you know but touring with some of the artists that she's toured with and and uh, hearing her perspective on stuff. She is, um, she's one of those people um, who she's had a chance to tour with all these amazing artists. But I find that it's really interesting because all these artists that she's toured with um, are kind of pastoral in the way, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, definitely. The, the cast and crowns, obviously. Yeah. Mark is like there's a huge pastor's heart. Sanctus Real, uh, the lead singer, the actors, Royal Taylor, obviously. Like Matthew, they all have this really cool um, pastor's heart, and I feel that she has that too. Even as a worship pastor, as a leader. Um, both in the church and in her home, I feel that she has that as well. So it was really cool to kind of um, just have a casual conversation with her and just kind of see where she's at, but also uh, dig into some of her um, previous work. It was just, it was a delight. Yeah. Delight. Yeah, it was nice. It was it was a nice change, definitely a change from some of the yeah. conversations we've had previously on Between the Grooves. Yeah. Um, interesting to see, even when you talk about that whole pastoral spirit, yeah. uh, the, the people that she would like to tour with, it's, yeah. it's the exact same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, you're right. You're you know? right. You're totally right. It hasn't changed. Yeah, so. That's right. And like she said, I mean, she's friends with a lot of these people. So, I mean, she could easily pull it off if she wants to. When her kids get a little older, she'll oh, be man. she'll be back on the road. Oh, could you imagine like a super group, like an actual band with her and uh, Francesca and Britt? And Stephen Curtis Chapman. <gasps> But he has been in the background. We we, we see enough of him. He's got to be like yeah. the, the Cajon player. He can, player he can open for them. He can... <laughs> that's right. That's right. Speaking of where are they now, we chatted with Matt Page in the first year of this podcast. Wow. Matt Page, uh, one of the founders of Hawk Nelson. And this week, he brings us our artist advice. Make sure you seek a mentor, a spiritual mentor, and keep that relationship at all times. That spiritual mentorship, I think that would have been, I perhaps would have gone a different route, maybe stayed with the band longer, I don't know, but it's super important, especially when you're a young teenager, becoming a young adult in a world of, you know, you're on stage and you're the man, really tempting to just lose sight of, I'm not the man. So having a spiritual mentor would be huge for any young guy or young woman in the industry, for sure. I did, for some reason we didn't, and I don't blame anyone, but I had, I wish we had of because it might have been a, a different story in one sense. Although I'm happy where I'm at now. 
Mentorship is key. Um, it's so, so important to have someone um, in your life you know, speak truth into your life. And if you can, it's also important to not just have a mentor, but also be a mentor. Because you also learn as you sort of help to shape someone else's life. It's, it's, a, it's the circle of life. Yeah, <laughs> have a mentor, be a mentor. It's how we all grow. That's right. It yeah, really is. Yeah. It really is. Great advice from Matt Page. Well, that's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast for new episodes every Monday. And hey, leave us a rating or review to help us reach more people. It really, really helps with all the analytics of these platforms. Sure. And we'd love to hear feedback from you as well. If you've got any comments, yeah. uh, questions or whatnot, feel free to leave them for us on Facebook or on uh, Twitter at Between Grooves. We'll see you next time. 